This is Stefan Gashevsky on Time with Flora. Can I just kick off by just asking you to reflect on 2020 or, you know, sort of key highs, key lows and, mm. and some of the learning points that you've taken? Um, I think, I mean, let's let's start with the highs, okay? And then the highs and then the lows and then the, the learning points. Um, I feel in terms of the highs, I feel that there's more highs for me personally than lows. And also there's a lot of learning points. Um, I think one of the biggest highs for me personally was just the fact I could spend so much time with my family. Um, because as you know, in, in the UK, we had a lockdown basically from March onwards. Um, and that changed the whole, my whole life, basically. It, it turned it up, upside down. I was no longer commuting. I, the, the university changed uh, their teaching completely online. I was going from home. There was a, a bit of a learning curve at the beginning, but um, as you can see also from my background, which was my garden home office then <laughs> during, <laughs> during spring and summer, I really enjoyed that. Um, I spent a lot of time with my children, my two young children, they're aged seven and 11. Also with my wife, I had much more time together because I didn't have to commute. And, uh, you know, it was a very um, different time than normal because usually I, I go to the office or I, I teach in the classroom and I don't see my family during that time. And then I come home, I'm tired, I'm stressed. I'm maybe sometimes not in a good mood and you have dinner together, you know, and, and then you go to bed and the day is gone. But because of the lockdown, I could really um, manage my time much differently. What I try to do in the morning to have some sort of um, kind of certainty almost, uh, kind of things that I always try to do every morning, regardless of, of my mood or not. Um, and that included me time, basically, um, uh, writing a diary, um, five minutes of a gratitude journal, uh, reading the Bible, listening to nice music in the morning, doing some mindfulness, all those kind of things. And uh, I, I'm really at the point now where I'm, you know, I don't have to think about it. It's really part of my morning, of my day. What I also realized um, is the importance of self-awareness and just getting to know myself much better. Because if I wanted or not, I had to spend so much time with myself. Um, and that is sometimes a bit scary, you know, and can be a bit overwhelming. And that leads me to 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 the, the to the third high, if, if you want to, uh, is is um, I think I realized the importance of emotional intelligence as a leader. And um, I actually I, I completed a qualification during lockdown as a, a certified emotional intelligence practitioner, because I realized I, I've worked with a lot of different leaders from different universities in different countries. But I think what is universal for all leaders, um, if you want to be an effective leader, you need to have a high level of emotional intelligence. And it's not enough to just be smart and have a high IQ, I think the EI, emotional intelligence, is becoming increasingly important and even more so in uncertain times such as um, 2020. Now, let's move on to the lows. Um, 
I, I mentioned before, I had I feel I had more highs and more learning points than lows, but certainly I was also not immune to any kind of lows uh, for 2020. Um, I think, I said before, I'm more an introvert person, but I also, I think every human being needs some sort of human and social interaction. And uh, that is, we are all human beings, we need that social, we are social beings, basically. And uh, given the lockdown was really long and it's draining on, and now Christmas is cancelled in the UK, you are unable to meet your friends, you can't even invite your neighbours or any your close friends for for Christmas Christmas dinner and that is quite um, serious and especially if you have your your grandparents say in the UK and you are unable to meet them in a very difficult year um, so that was also difficult for me to to balance and to kind of um, deal with the lack of of human and social interaction uh, since March 2020 until now basically. Um, and it also impacted on my mental health, especially. And um, that was tough, uh, especially towards November, December, when the winter started, when the days became much shorter. Uh, it was 3, 4 p.m. It was already dark. Um, and, you know, it was a bit of depressing time for me personally. Uh, there was a big demand and big stress because of work. Students were asking many questions, um, understandably. And yeah, I had some some issues with with managing everything, and it became a bit overwhelming towards the end. So um, it is really important. That's why I, I would like to stress that everybody, and that is, I think, if you move to the to the to the learning points, I think that's a good segue. Is that we should all be really careful about our own mental and physical health, and what I feel. At, at least for me personally, they are all interconnected. So if if my my mental health is not, if I'm in a low mood or not, not in a good position, then I automatically, I don't do my exercise. I, do, I don't do my morning runs and vice versa. So, uh, you know, there's basically three types of health for me. There's uh, physical health, there's mental health, and there's spiritual health. Now I understand that not all our listeners are, um, believers or they they uh they don't have a faith but i think everybody needs at least strong mental health and physical health and especially in that kind of uh year with the covid19 pandemic that is really important that we work on that especially with mental health and i'm sure um we all heard about the the rise in in mental health issues so hopefully uh, it won't be a big stigma to talk about these things moving forward because everybody is not immune to that and it can, it can hit everybody. Uh, also in terms of burnout, anxiety, depression, they're all somehow related to each other. And I think that's one big learning point. So I think the whole notion of resilience and uh, you know, uh, mental health matters, these kind of things, looking inwards rather than outwards. These are some of the key le learning points for me for 2020. Um, it's gonna be Christmas uh, at the end of this week. How are you looking to finish strong in 2020? What is that? What, what is that for you? What does that look like and what does it mean? 
for you? Uh, that's a very good question, Flora. And I think I, I thought about that also. What does actually that mean? What does finishing strong mean? And to me personally, it could be a bit misleading. I feel I, I don't want to finish strong. I finish authentic and I want to be, I want to show my true self. And as I said, I've I've had ups and downs during 2020. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other people who are not probably in the best condition right now because of COVID, because of the lockdown, because of the fact Christmas is canceled. Uh, but I think, but for me personally, what it means finishing strong, I want to uh, keep my humility. I think that's also a learning point. Um, hum being humble, but at the same time, strong inside. I think it's, it's so much about resilience and inner strength for me and inner happiness. It doesn't really matter what is outside. Uh, so even with the new lockdown, which is uh, coming in the UK and uh, Christmas canceled and so on, to be honest, it doesn't really affect me because I've, I've already um, expected those things to happen. Uh, and I, I think it's very likely that 2021, we will be in a very similar situation by Christmas um, or at least until the summer and probably longer. Uh, so. For me, I feel finishing strong is really um, managing my expectations, being true to myself, and and just showing also that I'm a human being. I'm not a robot. Uh, I mean, I said I, I try to do my morning routine and so on, but it's not always working. And you know, um, showing vulnerability, showing your your weak side sometimes it's actually also for for a leader can be a, a, a strong point and. You know, I think what, what sometimes is missing in the public debate is that we are not talking much about failures or challenges. And I mean, as you said, I think it is increasing and celebrities and even, um, uh, you know, the, the, the Prince William and so on in the UK, they speak up or uh, Prince Harry. But I think there's still a lot of, um, how to say, I think it could be improved and people are still feel a bit awkward talking about these things uh, for various reasons, which is fair enough. But I feel if you only focus on output and being effective, being efficient, then what is what does it say about our society, about our world? I mean, you know, I think what COVID-19 has showed us is we're all in this somehow together, we're all in the same boat, whether you are in, in, in France or in Italy or in Spain or in Germany or China or, you know, everywhere you have lockdown almost and you're unable to do your normal life as, as normal because of the coronavirus pandemic. So I think we should reflect on what really is a humane society. And um, that is, I think, the way we should move forward, that we should support each other uh, and not just putting our elbows out and, uh, you know, being more competitive, being bigger, better, faster, more. I think for me personally, I, I don't want to get into that race. Um, obviously, of course, I'm also competitive in some ways, but what I realized through difficult situations this year, uh, humility goes a long way and kindness goes a long way. I think yeah. that is something um, how I would like to finish strong being kind, being authentic, and being true to myself.